Doing a podcast. Doing a podcast right now. Welcome, Dick. All right. We don't, we don't do theme songs no more? We don't have a theme song for this show. And oh, that's right. He doesn't have... <laughs> L.I.W. John Frankenheimer Review. Episode 5. Oh, Lost Soul. The Doom Journey of Richard Stanley's Island of Dr. Moreau. 2014. I'm Phoenix West. Adam Wilcox. Dick. Dick it. All right, guys. Here's where we get to make fun of Island of Dr. Moreau a whole lot. Yay! Yay! I mean, we could have last episode. Six nipple titty catwoman all day long. Here's my biggest question I I can ask right off the bat. Sorry to cut you off, Adam. No problem. Do you want to watch Richard Stanley's version more than Frankenheimer's? Like, do you think it would have been better? I've always thought about that. I don't know. I can say this. I don't know if this really answers the question. Listening to him describe it with all that energy and excitement and showing the storyboards brings me on board. So I can see how he sold this movie. If he, if he brought that excitement to an executive board and pitched that movie to me, I'm like, oh, that sounds pretty badass. That sounds like something that I would like to watch. Could he actually carry that out? Obviously, he didn't. So, yes. if he could carry out what he pitched, sure. To quote Jack Laird, it couldn't hurt. <laughs> I, Jack Laird. I, I definitely want to see his version, but I don't think it would be good either. That's the thing. No. I think it would be even worse because I It'd hate be weird. I hate the, the stuff, like the drawings. That he has here, which I'm trying to show behind us, but they don't show very well because we're covered up. But those drawings, I'm like, oh no, <laughs> I do not want to see that version. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, I I uh, think his version would be way too much for me because I don't like that sort of stuff. Richard so. Stanley is a very very dark dude. Yeah. Very dark, uh, ridiculously dark, and he's so fucking '90s too. Like he just reminds me of like people I used to know. From the nineties, you know, like just they acted the like that. Nineties. He just never outgrew the whole angst. You know what I mean? Like he's just he he lives that shit. He he's oh. so goth he farts bats. Oh, well, he looks like, like third guitar and and Soundgarden or something. He just looks like <laughs> one does. of those guys. <laughs> he's, except now, now he looks like some guy on on an island that you want to stay away from, which is pretty much what he is. He so. is on the island that you don't want to go by. <laughs> Yeah, he, he, he's that's why I, I put the island of Richard Stanley. The guy is pretty much a hermit. Uh, happily, though, because at the end of this, I mean, th- it, I feel bad that this movie ruined his life as much as it did. But he did recover from eventually. As long as it t- took a long time, as long as he made the journey back to making the movies again, he made this. I love this movie. And um glad to see him back behind the camera he's gonna do like a series of did you hold up hardwire i didn't lovecraft see. movies yeah i didn't see what you oh, held sorry. up hardwire oh color space color okay. space yeah yeah, yeah he, i also he's famous he's most famous for hardware for sure Hard, but, yeah uh, you can't even find this blu-ray anymore like no. all on amazon you only have the dvd you know what's weird i have dust devil but i don't have hardware i can't find hardware I've I want dust double, but I'm not trading you hardware. I, I won't fart with this. You'll have to pry this from my cold, dead hands. Yeah. But, I've uh, yet to see either yeah. one. Uh, I've seen that. Dust Devil. I don't own Dust Devil, though. I just saw it. I watched it. It's weird that Dust Devil has a, a higher rating than, than hardware. 
It's good. Um, it, it's it's definitely edgy. It's it's his style. It, it, it's it's very like. What is wrong with your rock. microphone, Frank? What is wrong with it? Dry fog won't stay on. He's trying. He's trying to. Hold on. Let me fix it. it. Yeah. We good? That works. Okay. Good. I'm I'm simply right there. I can't hear you at all. <laughs> Look like you're twisting his nipples. I can hear you, but not much. How about now? Is this better? <laughs> Would you fuck me? Fuck Coming at you me. live from the downtown studios. We're talking about Richard Stanley. He just made a new movie called <laughs> I Don't Know, Dr. Moreau. It's crazy. You know, red of tooth and fang. That's why I was directing this movie. I, uh... He talks in such a weird way. Listening to him way. talk, he—he's—he doesn't. The weird thing about him, other than his his cool South African accent, is he never pauses between sentences. He just kind of keeps talking like this and doesn't stop to take a sentence, and then are you moves doing on to the next thing and, <laughs> until he's finally stopped by a hurricane? You're doing the the Picard impression of the what is he Frank? What what the fuck was he? He talks in over long sentences and doesn't pause and talks is really boring uh, and doesn't let you get a chance to speak. He just kept talking and <laughs> yes. talking like he's just running long over sentences. Yeah, that's what you sounded like. That was from an episode of Star Trek: The Next Generation you, called. Yeah. You listen to him, yeah. but no, you listen to him talk about the island of Doctor Moreau, and you can tell he really loves the book and he's really into it. And he gets it and he gets H.G. Wells. He's really excited to talk about it and. It's sad to see that he, he lost, he just completely lost control from the get-go. As soon as they said Marlon Brando, that's when he should have said, yeah, fuck, I'm out, I'm out, see you later, I'm out. Well, he I, got along that with was his Marlon first Brando. mistake. No, well, the, the problem with that was he thought that was going to be his strength. Because he second thought mistake, Marlon second Brando mistake, was on his he, side. Dick's talking, hold Second on. mistake he made is, is he, for his like third film, he wants to do a remake, and it's a tale as old as time, man. Art director gets handed a whole bunch of money and studio major studio backing, gets a whole crew. Next thing you know, he he's been thrown to the wolves. It, it happens. It's a, a tale as old as time, you know. And, well, they they even said early on they were like, the higher ups were like, you know, we hired him for his vision, but then we we were just doing basic stuff basic shooting like b-roll stuff and he just was not doing what they thought a director should do and right there they should have known better they well, should have used to green plugged it. yeah they, they, should have plugged it. they should have said you know what we're gonna end this right now because it's not gonna work out we can see it coming i think the best thing that the documentary did was get rich robert shea on the documentary so you got him going that was a yeah. six to eight million dollar movie that's it suddenly we got james woods bruce willis now we're talking 30 to 35 million and and we don't want that director anymore is what he doesn't say but that's what he you can yeah. tell that's what he wants to say he's going yeah. we hired this guy for a six to eight and that not a loss we can't lose money on that and they hired him to do a, a fucking what was this uh this new line cinema they hired him to do a new line cinema horror movie yes and it turned out to be a big giant tentpole summer flick well let me let me say that i would like to see his six to eight million dollar movie more than i want to watch frankenheimer's 30 40 million dollar movie because i think his that means a lot coming from you too. (laughs) his controlled version of that movie would be way more interesting than a huge piece of shit that we watch (laughs) because 
it's a piece of shit. It is. It's just it's awful. It's not. It it's it's not redeemable in any way except for it, these it, weird performances, and that has nothing to do with the movie. It has to do with the actors themselves. It's it's like I said, man. It's just it's just a series of scenes and series of events that happen that don't necessarily correlate. You know, it's it's like they just strung whatever they had left together and yep. tried to to bang a movie out of it. You know, and it doesn't work at all. That like there's there's you know we we said that in the in the last review of it. There's no setups. There's no payoffs. There's no backstory. There's no motivations. There's zero character development for anyone. You barely know anyone. who anyone is. They all look the fucking same. It's even the animals kind of look alike. And this is this is kind of. I mean, I know Stan Winston put a lot into these animals, but they don't really show them very often. They the only one that looks good is that cat them. one that gets framed for killing a, a a rabbit. Other than that, they all kind of look the same. Lonely. You know, yeah. The, Obviously, uh, um, the guy from Star Wars oh looks my. different. Yeah. Oh my. But other than that, yeah, the '70s version, the, the the creatures look better in that because they went simple. They went like Planet of the Apes style, and it looks great yeah. compared to this, which sucks. Richard Basehart is Sayer of the Law. Yeah. Now, Ron Perlman. We didn't talk about this last one. We can go ahead and address it. Ron Perlman was doing Ron Perlman, and, yeah. and he's he knows how to work with makeup. He's done it before. It comes natural to him. He's good at that. He's got a very boombastic voice, so that works for those kind of scenes. You know, I mean, he can he can make that work. He channeled his uh, Beauty and the uh, Beauty and the Beast. I just think it's funny that so many fucking losers worked on this movie because they're all like they talk to the extras and they're just like they're so scummy. It's like we were getting high on drugs and they gave us per diem every day. We just spent it on bullshit and we stay in the hotel all the time. We were abusing the system. It's just like, well, okay, like I guess I that's something to be proud a, of. There's a lot of smells of patchouli and feet on this. Oh, absolutely. Oh, and could, just could, all right. kinds of bodily functions. Patchouli and, and feet. Oh, Here, here's what I love about that whole segment of it is because they already set up the fact that there's like one woman, and it's that Australian woman who's like, I didn't want to do it. I told my, I told my. Yeah, my manager, don't put me up for this. And they got a call back and said, "You got the role." And I was like, "All right," and I'll do it. And I showed up and I did the role. And, and they show her in the makeup, and she's got these big old titties. And then they show later, like twenty minutes later, you see, oh, there's so much of drug use, drinking, and yeah. sex. And I'm like, she was like the only woman that. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, oh and, my god. And she goes, "I had a lot of. I smoked a lot you of pot. Don't say. Had a lot of fun." <laughs> Some of us even forgot we had lives. <laughs> like, oh, well, that they, means they were supposed to be there for three weeks, six months. Or th- it turned <laughs> yeah. into six months. Yeah, it turned like, into six crazy. months. Crazy, but that's just that's just bad managing on the side of the of the studio. They're blowing millions of dollars a week at that point. I mean, that's just that's insanity. Yeah. The other that thing that money. got me about this this documentary too is you realize. Just exactly. I mean, everybody's like, oh, yeah, Rich Stanley, he's weird. And I'm thinking, what, he's weird because he, he dresses kind of weird. He dresses kind of goth and wears a fucking fedora all the no, time. No, he's, he's weird because he's fucking weird. You listen weird. to him talk and he's like, he's like, I used witchcraft. Yeah, he's a fucking movie. weirdo. And I'm like, the first time I heard that, I'm like, wait, what? And I had to back it up. And I'm like, did he just say what I think he said? And he, he, he talks about like I went to go get a six pack, you know, like. So I, I didn't get I, I used witchcraft and, and you know pagan magic to get my job oh, working on the film. And it's like, even worse. Say what? He what goes, the fuck did you just say? He says it's okay. First of all, his mother was a witch. Yeah. 
Yeah. But then he goes, I got the role in. I, I called my my friend who's a warlock and, and told him. And I'm like, you don't <laughs> say that that casually. Wait, what? <laughs> how many? Hold on, guys. I, I of the mean, three of us, how many warlocks do we it, know? It, it's like if somebody came up to you and said, so UFOs parked in front of my house. And you'd be like, sure, they did. And, then, and he's like, no, really, they did. Yeah, I mean, this guy's just matter of fact with this shit. Like, it is he he is into this shit. And well, his pedigree I, though is interesting. His his grandfather or great grandfather is Richard Stanley, uh, uh, the guy that or what's it, it's Alfred Stanley or the guy that went to Congo, who explored yeah. Africa. The, the general, so, the British guy, the which was the which was the example of Kurtz was that little yeah. the. Uh, there's origin a for Kurtz, there. yeah. but according to under uh, behind the scenes, H.G. Wells and Joseph Conrad used to be friends, and Joseph Conrad wrote Heart of Darkness after Island Doctor Moreau, and a lot of J.C. Wells thought he ripped them off, so he was pissed off at Wells. So basically, and that's anybody... kind of like why I don't like the H.G. Wells story of Doctor Moreau that much because it does rip off Heart of Darkness, which is a way better story. And this, you know, Heart of Darkness similar... came out after. And a lot more interesting. And, uh, well, yeah, I, that's I the thing, it's though. He, he was yeah, the other way around. Just, so, at a certain but again, point, I don't know how they're not. They're like, I mean, come on. If you're writing a story about a guy going after a guy who went crazy in the jungle, there's a lot of stories like that. Uh, most dangerous game, same fucking idea. Which is way more simple and a better story. Yeah, I mean, so it's yeah. been done. It's been done so Wait. many times. And if you listen to old radio shows from the fifties and into the sixties, they did the same plot, similar plots of some madman deep inside someplace. That you yeah. Have to but, find, and he's the leader of this cult and it's been done so many times. Yeah. But that was 60 years after the book. This is the book like 1896. No, uh, oh no, we're losing. I'm Dick. saying I might be, my internet keeps. Yeah. Your, 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 your internet's shitternetting again. All right, go ahead. Hopefully it doesn't die. It, it's good now. It looks like it's solid, but who knows. So if I disappear, Richard Stanley put a curse on me. I hope you do like, so then, no! And that's where you freeze out. Richard Stanley, what are you doing here? <laughs> His warlock. <laughs> you put your hand to a blender. Well, that that <laughs> was my, my theory, is that, like, really bad things happened to Val Kilmer after this movie, after he assholed everybody off the fucking set, and... I'm like, be, did Richard Stanley be, put uh, a fucking curse on him? That this just that's called karma. That's not that's not Dick Stanley. Well, here's what I, yeah. Go ahead, sorry. But th- this happened 20 years after the fact. Dick Stanley would have gotten to him with his warlock powers in 2000. I'm telling come, you, some shit on. went down. But it, yeah. the thing is, is he's just as creepy as he is interesting to me, though. Because I like remember when we were doing our, our director's uh, choices. I, I picked Richard Stanley because I I like his style. You know what I mean? Like, do I want to hang out with the guy? Oh, no. I don't want to be caught in the room alone. <laughs> oh, God, no. I want to hang out. I want to talk to him for hours. I think but listening fun. to him talk, though, he is fun to listen to, even though he says everything in the same monotone, you know, the South African accent without pausing in between sentences unless it's interrupted by a hurricane. You know, I, you know, I do mean... Do you want to look at my pictures that I made for this movie? <laughs> I shredded them. Uh, no. <laughs> this fucking guy can sell an idea, though. I will say that. That's well, he doesn't give you a chance I, I to would. say no. <laughs> like, yeah, well, he, here's the he, thing. He can sell an idea. So, so remember that part in the documentary where the female, the female producer goes with Richard Stanley to go talk to Marlon Brando, and Marlon Brando has the air conditioner on. Yes. And she passes out. Yes. What happened 
to her. The warlock, according to Adam, the warlock. They never talk about her ever again. Did they sacrifice her to a demon? I mean, that was kind of odd. Scary shit going on on this set, man. Because that's why Richard Stanley thought uh, Marlon Brando was on his side and would protect him because they talked about his lineage and and Marlon Brando was more interested in him in his life than the movie. Because Marlon Brando didn't give a fuck about the movie. He didn't care about anything, really. But granted, I mean, here's the thing. Marlon Brando, I, I get where he's coming from because acting is bullshit and it's all just horseshit, made up nonsense that people take way too seriously and like worship it. And he gets that. He knows it's bullshit. But at the same time, he's a fucking asshole. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's because the problem. It, you it's had, like, read the fucking lines. You, know, you had two assholes on this movie that just sabotaged everything. I mean, yeah. absolutely everything. But one of them was actually interesting to watch. Yeah. Even no. though he sabotaged everything besides the scenes. Are you talking about Kilmer, Kilmer. Or, or Marlon Brando? I Kilmer. really don't know. Okay, good. I think Val, Val Kilmer yeah. was good in the movie. He's playing a weirdo. Yes, and even but... that guy on the documentary goes, oh, he was playing an abrasive asshole, so I guess for him to be in character, he had to be an abrasive asshole. <laughs> he's like he's apologizing for him. Like, don't apologize yeah. for Val Kilmer. I've seen that no, guy I before, think, too. I think everybody hated him on that set. Like, everybody, everybody knows him. that if Val Kilmer was ever going to get an Oscar, it would have been for Tombstone. And he got... St- Publicly snubbed for that one because of his behavior. And that was before Batman. That shit forever. gets around, man. It gets around. Well, I think but, he's but, always been that way. I think it just came out more like you know on on Moreau. I think by the time Moreau came out, he thought I'm the biggest, greatest actor that ever lived. I just played Jim Morrison in a movie, and my shit doesn't stink. That was six Jim years Morrison ago. Movie was ten years ago. <laughs> it was six years before this. It was nineteen ninety, for God's sake. <laughs> you know, fucking. He's going off Batman. The movie anymore. He was. He was thinking. He was thinking about Willow. Oh God! Oh, Mad God. Willow. I'm Mad Morgan. God damn. Oh, there's a movie I saw at the movie theater, and I, I was just like, "Oh wow, have I been duped?" No, I loved it. Uh, I think I that was when it. I first realized George Lucas can't direct a movie at all. Well, he period. Did That's not George not. Lucas. That was Warren Howard. <laughs> Yeah. Ron Howard directed that one. Ronald Howard. <laughs> little Ronnie Howard. Ron Howard's good. Little Ronnie. Little Ronnie Howard, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, God. No, but no. Um, with Marlon Brando, I mean, but you look at his life, though. His, 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 all of his children committed suicide. So that's really sad. I mean, that, that's pretty fucked up. Or drugs. says something about the guy, yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's like, is it because of him? Is it because of fame? And, like, is it because of the fame that he had that his children would never have it's, and that, that ruined them in such a way. him, fame, and endless yeah. money for them. But again, Marlon Brando's son killed himself because of who? Claire Danes. Uh, spoiler alert. <laughs> uh, she was brutally murdered in an in a Italian restaurant by another actor. Robert Blake, his wife. Yeah. Robert Blake's wife used to be Christian uh, Christian Brando's yeah, yeah, girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. And he, it's been a he while killed since himself into this. because of her. So when people say, oh, Robert Blake's a murderer, I'm like, yeah, but he killed an awful woman. So eh, it's kind of like a $5 fine. I don't care. <laughs> wow. She was awful. <laughs> She's an awful human being. She deserved to be shot up in a restaurant. So fuck that bitch. Why was she awful? Allegedly. But you know what What else? I, and I just thought of this just now. Okay, like we've seen the, the Heart of Darkness documentary. I finally sat down and watched that. I have that. not seen and it. 
Oh, that's that, awesome. There, there's a guy that is a well-seasoned director that got in over his head with a very similar production-type setup. But... Go to an island, take a bunch <laughs> of actors to a fucking yeah. island in the fucking jungle. With Marlon Brando, not known as With Lon. Marlon Brando. What the fuck did he think was going to happen? And that well, was... was... But that's before Marlon Brando was full-blown nut. No, because that was really the start. That was kind of start because <laughs> Superman was seventy eight, and yeah. if you didn't, if people didn't know that Marlon Brando was an asshole on Superman, I don't know what to tell you. It's like Krypton. you know what, <laughs> Krypton. If, if, yeah. if you don't, if Marlon Brando demands to be paid twelve million dollars for three minutes of footage, it's like fuck you. Like, he has an island to buy. Okay, it costs money. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on, on. Planet Krypton. Do you want to do and do role play here, Dick? Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Hey, Marlon, have you have you been up to the reef yet? No. No. <laughs> the documentary he goes. The guy's telling the story of Val Kilmer goes. The only time they talked outside of the roles was, Marlon, have you been up to the reef? And he goes, Reef? The fucking reef? I own a reef. I'm up to my. <laughs> I'm I'm, I'm that, oh. surrounded in reefs. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And that's all he said. That's funny. Fucking Marlon Brando. Marlon Brando's an asshole, but like I get where he's coming from because it's all bullshit. And people like worshipped him. And he was just like, I'm a false prophet, and I know it. And you guys are stupid to believe this. So I'm going to fuck with you and, and, and get away with it with my fart machine and my fucking... <laughs> I want an ice hat. Give me an ice bucket for a hat because it's hot. A fart machine. And that's what he, he played with one. You know and they knew Bob Shea knew he was difficult because they just worked with him on fucking Don Juan DeMarco. Oh, yeah. Just so like, worked why with him. Why would you hire him again? Movie. So, uh, hold on. Oh, God, Real quick. You know what it reminds me of? You know what Marlon Brando reminds me of? Is a an actually talented uh, Cameron Mitchell. Yeah. He just sits in a chair and says dialogue that's being told in his ear, but he gets yep. paid a ton of fucking money instead of... Yep. Uh, Mitchell, uh, who got paid in beers, twenty bucks and a case of Heineken. That's yeah. all he got. Yeah. Can't, can't, Cameron Mitchell was in a lot more movies than Marlon Brando too. Close the fucking doors. And he made collectively less than one of Marlon Brando's yeah. roles. Yeah, I'd say Marlon Brando, uh, Cameron Mitchell's entire career equaled the half an hour of work on Superman One. Or I think the, the greatest score. trick he ever pulled is, is finding new and exciting ways to siphon all of the money out of Hollywood because he should yeah. have fucked While still hating him. Ridiculous, but it's still hate, yeah, still hating him. Yeah. But again, like I said, I mean, it's complicated. And I, he was like that even before, though. So he was always an asshole. Because even in, during um, uh, On the Waterfront, yeah. he wasn't there to help the other actors. He would say, yeah, I'm done. I'm going to my trailer. I don't want to do this anymore. And like... Like the actors who are like Carl Malden, high end great actors, were like, "What the fuck? You're not gonna show me the respect to do the scene with me? You know, do the off camera work? Like, the fuck you!" So they all worked with the script girl. Like, that's what he said. They said, "I'm giving my heartless performance to somebody off camera. That's not. It's not even him." And it's just like, "Well, what a dick!" And he said, "Yeah, he was always like that. No one liked Brando. So like, he just for some reason he had the he had the formula to just keep making movies." He and had keep making I, all these checks. It's like it's I, unbelievable. I remember, I remember seeing this movie in a theater, and the first time when he shows up with this this fucking like phony looking pope, like fucking gauze thing that he's wearing with the 
the triangle thing on his head and the sunglasses and the powder makeup and, and the peacock the feathers wrapped around his like and the first thing that I thought of is like are, is this supposed to be an homage to Apocalypse Now or it feels like it no Doesn't not it even though? that not even that because like a it's bad that... homage to he... Apocalypse Now because they talk about that in the documentary he, uh, I think it's Russo Bulk or someone said he was wrapping himself with bandages like gauze yeah and then he was putting this white cream on because he was hot and that was the, that was the, the the crux of the doctor was he was always hot so everything for this character revolved around the idea that he was always hot and sweaty so that's it that's doctor, all he brought the, to the table the, the wants to work on animals and people who's always hot and very sensitive to the heat moves to a fucking island a tropical island yes that's the point exactly so exactly why does he go insane because it's hot i want to do this i I would love to do it It you know when when everybody's like kind of you think everybody's going insane in the thing it's earned it's not earned in this movie at all whatsoever when when you're wondering if people are insane or if they took too many drugs or i'm looking at right now how many movies marlon brando even fucking matters and it's like five movies it's it's yeah. five movies. He's in a bunch, but nobody gives a he shit about Appaloosa. Really highly revered. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a first streetcar named Desire, uh, on the waterfront. Uh, Godfather. Godfather, and then it's uh, Superman, and somewhere in there honestly, I lost one. But probably oh, oh, now. Thank you. That you. was the other one. And I'm pretty, yeah. pretty sure you guys would agree with me. Godfather Two is a way better fucking movie. Way better. Way better, and there's no Marlon Brando in the Godfather yes. Part Two. Because Marlon Brando wanted way more money, and they that said, "Fuck all you." All Robert De Niro. And and thankfully, uh, they said uh, no. Yeah. yeah. Well, the, I think at that point, even even uh, what's his name? Well, Coppola, well, beca- Coppola, Coppola could have been too um, dissatisfied because he worked with him late in the decade. Well, I, I think that was more or less um, what's his name, uh, uh, Robert Evans. That's Robert another Evans is, Robert De Niro and Bruno Kirby. That's oh, another Kirby. That's another fun documentary is uh, The Kid Stays in the Picture, the Robert Evans yeah. story. Robert Evans. Hello, how that's are a fun you? one. Robert Evans. He's dead. He finally died. Yeah. But yeah, this this documentary, unlike the movie, I, I, you can't fall asleep watching this. It, it's really fast. There's so much shit happening. And you're like, wait, that happens on fucking movies? And it's like, they just matter talk about this stuff like yeah this happens on movies you never heard about this shit in the 90s you know what i mean like they did you wouldn't want this kind of information to be coming out you know it's like people that knew what was going on on this island kept it very insider baseball you know what i mean like they did not want this getting out to the public you know so it makes you wonder how many other fucked up movies there are like this one you know oh there's a lot seems like they always involve people filming on islands that are way far out there in the middle of nowhere too yeah but but the difference is you could have a bad production and fix it and it saves the day at the end I mean, you got apocalypse now case in point yeah I mean, that that movie came out a masterpiece and it made apocalypse a bunch of money now it's not about vietnam it is no. vietnam yeah that's yeah, exactly that's what he says <laughs> and then like you take a movie like rogue one rogue one um was a disaster I guess. Yeah. And they met and Tony Gilroy, they paid him like $12 million to fix <laughs> that movie. And I guess apparently Tony Gilroy 
is the reason that movie was successful. Oh my God, somebody's actually watching I this. asked Leo Red what his favorite John yeah. Frankenheimer movie is, fully Leo expecting Red. no answer. <laughs> but, yeah. It's my buddy. I would say... A loyal follower. I, I did not want to watch this documentary for years. But then... Why? Oh, this one? Oh, no. Oh, I, I had to. I was first excited, to, yeah. I actually rented this to watch it. Yeah. yeah but imagine, I saw it when it first came out. Imagine yeah. there's a Carpenter documentary out that's like, you know John Carpenter's going to get trashed and drugged through the mud. Absolutely. <laughs> I'd like, watch that in a heartbeat. But... Oh, that's why. Okay, because... You, yeah, because you're like, Frank and I'm... I'm sorry. Right. I didn't put that to it again. No, I finally watched... I, I, I only watched it because uh, Red Letter Media did a thing about it. And I was like, all right, I'll watch it. And then I watched it, and I'm like... It is more fascinating after Richard Stanley gets kicked off the project, and then they involve John Frankenheimer, and then they're like, "He was an asshole." <laughs> and you that, know, and I kind of say he was an asshole. He was just clinical, I, and I don't think he was there to make friends. Exactly. And if you were, if you were dealing with these extras and these people acting a fool, wouldn't you well, be kind of like, you know what? Okay, be professional plus, here. What the fuck? I'm trying knows- to fix this shit. Yeah, he's inherited the bad classroom. You know what yeah. I mean? Like he's yes. a substitute teacher that has to come and fill in for the other substitute teacher that got run off by the bad kids. So Feruza he goes into it knowing it's already him. fucked up. Yeah, like he already now, knows it's. And, fucked then, up. and then when he says, um, uh, "Frank, I wouldn't make the movie of the story of Val Kilmer with fucking Val Kilmer." <laughs> yeah. I love that. John that's Val fucking right great. I, that that's all true. I would true. love to hear that. He's yeah, admitted that. I like I, he hated Val Val Kilmer, and I don't blame him. And I even liked Richard Stanley describing. He's like, oh, I made the unfortunate mistake of meeting Mr. Val Kilmer. <laughs> <laughs> but oh man, destroyed my life. <laughs> I both understand why Frankenheimer was that way, and kind of like calm down, but. Also, if I walked into this fucking set and everyone's just doing whatever the fuck, like the the, the culture yeah. that Stanley created was like this weird art hippie community. Like, do whatever you want. And We're going to get it eventually. Yeah. I would be like, fuck you. Sit the fuck yeah. down and do your goddamn scenes. Yeah. And then you have Val Kilmer and Marlon Brando just fucking with you. We're going to shoot the death of Marlon Brando today. We're going to take all day to do it, too. God damn it. John Frankenheimer here. Don't put words in my mouth here, Adam. You're typing as me. <laughs> oh, no. Don't say Ronin. Ronin is my favorite <laughs> film. It's my favorite Frankenheimer movie. I like working with John. I like Ronin, but no. Ronin's a good movie. It's good. It's not great. It's a great. It's a, uh, the best car chase movie ever made. One of yes, them. if not but this one, it's the best. It is the best. This is this is where your your boy kind of like he wanted to tell a story. Well, what story was he trying to tell? Can you explain that? It sounds me? like he told more of a story than Richard Stanley would have, though. No, what happened was he did this. He said, "Ah, uh, uh, the question was, John, why are you making this movie?" <laughs> Let's just say it moved me to a bigger house. <laughs> yeah. That's what he said, and but, that's the truth. He did it for money. Oh this yeah, this was a total. This was a total. This is a career money save. job. Honestly, well, no, yeah, because he was doing TNT movies at this point. He did after. She was the greatest piece of ass I ever had. His he movies was, he, after he, this. Yeah, I think we got to pick his movies after this. But and all again, of that. This was all his that work on, on the makeup and everything. I just I don't I feel like all that was glossed over even during the say like the say of the law like like that should have been like a really classic speech and they walk in on it yeah. at the very end of the fucking speech. I'm like, oh, really? Yeah. It's yeah. like 
he obviously didn't even see the original. Uh, I don't even know if there is an original in this movie because it's been remade twice, according to Mr. Richard Stanley. I didn't see the old one that he was talking the 32 about. Thirty-two or something else. This goddamn movie I'm going to make called Iron Duck. What the fuck is this? Is fucking ape shit. Animals <laughs> fucking what, what is this shit? What is animals this? with titties hanging out? What the God fuck? God damn is this? it! But, what am I? Oh, Christ! You better any, pay me five million dollars, Bob. Anytime someone on the on the production talks about. Richard Stanley's version is he only gave a shit about the creatures. That's it. Yeah. And it makes you wonder it. what would his story have been? Well, I think it, it would have been just creature based and the creature story. Well, what yeah. I would like for this is the reason why I don't like any of these is because even HG Wells glosses over this shit. All right. Is what would be interesting is, you know, you make this a movie and the big message of the movie is who's, who's more animal, the man or the animal. You know what I mean? Like, like what's, that, that fine line of what's the difference between animal and man. That's that's what you make it about. You know what I mean? Like you don't you don't even you don't even you just oh, like they, loosely based they, on on the they tack that on at the end there. Yes. Though. Yeah, and the it worst, is so bad. It is so it's bad. So so lame. It's like, I oh was, yeah, footnote. I I'm leaving the island thinking to myself, maybe we're not so different from these animals on the on the island itself. Aloha! It did not earn that. It did not <laughs> yeah. earn that at all. I completely I'm, I'm, agree I'm, with everything Adam and you just said. It's... I, I'm Knox Harrington, the video artist. <laughs> <laughs> Bars over there. Uh, Would you like a drink? Yeah, white Russian. Bars over there. Something like this. Been, if you if you were to make this today, okay, you would stick to the budget of eight million. All right, you would make this maybe a two to four part mini series and you'd put it on uh amazon prime they wouldn't they wouldn't they couldn't make this for eight million dollars even on streaming now they it's could yeah. you'd have but no those no days, actors those days are over you'd have no actors though you could yeah. just no. it would just you make it british you just have british actors no names and call it good and it wouldn't be yeah. on it wouldn't be on um it wouldn't be on Amazon. It'd be on Apple Plus. You, you, don't, you, you don't focus you get guy on, the, on the special effects. You focus on like the performances and yes. the script. You know what I mean? That's what you do. With don't you like badmouth Guy Pierce? Guy Pierce will do fucking anything. Yeah, he will do anything. He really he did will. Lockout for Christ. Did you Whoa. see Bloodshot? Spoiler alert for Bloodshot. coming up on last movie I saw. <laughs> coming up on uh, John Carpenter. My pick: Lockout. That's what I said. Lockout. It's awful. Yeah. Lockout is an awful, awful movie. I can't wait to watch I it. I walked out of the theater of that movie because I was like, "This? Are you fucking kidding me? I can't do this." And I, I left. I left. That, I think that might be the one of four movies I walked out of was Lockout. Hold on. Leo Red, looking through Google, and I still don't have a favorite movie of his. I wrote, "Say either Seconds or Manchurian Candidate." He wrote, "Prophecy." One of his worst <laughs> movies. His only horror movie. I wrote, "You dick." <laughs> That's Leo, man. Hey, He's after awesome. he said Ronan here, I wrote this. <laughs> no, that, that's super cool. Suicide. Oh man! All right. Um, I wish they had. I wish people would have signed on more. Like, I wish Ron Perlman and David Thewlis would would have agreed to do the documentary, but they didn't want to trash talk everything because they're classy guys. I wish they well, would have, though. I'm sure they... No, I'm sure Ron Perlman was like, I ain't fucking talking about that fucking life, that fucking nightmare. I'm not no, talking about it. Ron Perlman's a, a way sweeter guy than you think he would be. 
He no, did, no, he's very nice. He didn't want to. Perlman has, has done some pretty impressive things over the years, too, man. Uh, he no, I love Ron Run on Sons of yeah. Anarchy. Season and, of the <clears> Witch. Two really great Hell, Hellboy movies. Season of the Witch. Oh, and so on. Yeah. I can't forget that. Yeah. Here's how good he is. We didn't even really talk about him in Season of the Witch that much. We talk, no, We mentioned him a couple times. That was it. Because he was yeah. fine. He was yeah, fine. He was fine. He's yeah. always yeah. He was, fine. He was the only one that... He was Ron Perlman was the only one in that movie that knew what that movie was. Oh yeah, by he was the, the bear. Yeah. He's he's, he's like, talking like thirteen he, warriors. He's yeah, not even trying. Warriors. He's like, I'm from New York. Fuck yourself. What do you want? I'm in the Crusades. I'm gonna fight some uh, Muslims and shit. Whatever. Well, everybody else is in the Crusades except fucking Nicolas Cage. Who oh, I'm in the Crusades and the worst, the worst possible English accent I could ever. Possibly he was a knight. I'm Speaking of bad English accents, what the fuck is Marlon Brando doing in this movie? He's having fun. That's what he's doing. He's making that. I, he's li- he literally made an accent for this fucking movie. He I, invented I, an accent. I splicing genes, and I decided to make this voice come from me being a doctor of mysterious nature. Or, or that he's like, I spliced my DNA with an English bulldog. Yes. He sounds like the drunken Malcolm Warner. That's what he fucking sounds like. Uh, he sounds like Malcolm Warner after he's had a couple of shots of absinthe. Malcolm it's Warner? Or you mean uh, uh, the guy, uh, uh, Malcolm McDowell? Uh, the, Malcolm McDowell. No, the, the, the guy from the, the one that was in, not Malcolm McDowell, uh, the, the guy that was in, uh, maybe I'm getting the wrong name, the guy that was in... Um, Tron, that guy, the bad oh, guy. Oh, David Tron. Warner. David, that, David that's Warner. That's what I yeah. thought you meant originally, and then I was like, maybe he yeah. means Michael. Okay, yeah. He's, he sounds like a drunken David Warner. That's what he talks. He sounds like Stock. a David Warner. If he's slurring his well, fucking words. Marlon Brando always people. slurs and sounds drunk. Like, there's no way to get away from oh, that for him. God, Remember why? when that movie, The Score, with De Niro and Edward Norton, it was directed by Frank Oz? Oh, yeah. I guess fucking Marlon Brando was such a dick on that movie, because Frank Oz was the director. He kept calling him a Muppet. Like well, he just he called him Fozzy. Like he's and he didn't want him to be directed by him. So he had De Niro direct all his scenes. Yeah. Like he's a dick. Even like, Edward Norton didn't like him, and Edward Norton's kind of an asshole. Yeah, Edward Norton's a dick. Yeah. Fuck you, Leo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Malcolm uh, Malcolm. Uh yeah, Ed Norton's a fucking asshole. Oh yeah. Yeah. I liked him a lot as an actor, but yeah, he's he's a prick. Oh no! Yeah, he's a great actor, but he's a fucking. Well, that's dick. why he he gets to make fun of himself on the Birdman movie. Right? Yeah, yeah, right. So hopefully he figured and, that out. I don't know. And that's why they didn't cast him in the Avengers movie. <laughs> They're just like, uh, fuck you, Ed. We don't want but you. It, it's it's sad when this happens though, because these these films they change hands and then they lose sight of their original vision, and you just get whatever crumbs is left from the the fucking aftermath. That's Hollywood. Like, it's it's sad, man. Yeah, that's, you know Hollywood, I mean? I, that's Hollywood. I'm not factory. all that broken up that that Island of Doctor Moreau was a flop. Like I said, I didn't like the original Island of Doctor Moreau. So no. I had no expectations going into it. But well, again, I'm convinced it's like, now that they can never make a good one. Would this be a hit even if Richard Stanley did his version and everything worked out fine? No, nobody would have seen this movie. I don't 19, think so. This movie came out what 1997. Well, I will say this: it would it'd definitely be interesting, but I don't know if it would be good. Okay, no, and nobody, uh, guys, nobody would see this movie in the theater. Okay, so have both of you guys seen Dust Devil? No, no. Okay, Dust Devil is not as good as Hardware. It's it's interesting, but it's not. It has good. a higher it's, IMDb it's, score though. It's it's kind We've of. We've learned that means nothing. 
it's kind of a little little too edgy for its own good. Like a lot of it feels like I'm watching an extended rock video, and that's because he used to direct. Richard Stanley used to direct rock videos for uh, Fields of the Nephilim, which is a goth band. So, uh, yeah, he that's that's how he got his start. He he did rock. He directed rock videos. So, Dust Devil feels like very much like a rock video. In fact, the the singer from Fields of the Nephilim is the guy that played the the burnout that's walking in the beginning of Hardware, the one with the the big hat and the fucking gas mask on the one you see in the the trailer that they're always showing. If you've never seen Hardware, you know what the fuck I'm talking about. Is uh, that the same guy that the two Australian guys that were talking in the documentary who talked about? Oh yeah, I got fired by the job. I got fired twice, and I got back on as an extra. Like they never left the pro- the project the production. No, I don't know who the fuck those guys are. Never, those never two, seen those two yeah. yeah. Is Johnny Depp the only person in the world that Marlon Brando got along with? No, Marlon Brando got along with people. Some people did like Marlon. Not he, just Johnny Depp. He uh, worked with him twice, though. Ariel Levy, Levy, our teacher in film school, he was really good friends with him. I, I don't I, think Marlon Brando is intentionally a mean guy. I think he's just his head is so up his own ass that he can't see the light. Okay. Well, that's the thing. That's... Is it on purpose or is it he's playing a joke? I think he's fucking clueless. I think, I think he he's really prank. was clueless. I think he just happened to be in all the right movies at the right time, and it is what it is. Well, he was—he's I mean? a good actor, even in in, in all the movies. Julius Caesar, like all the movies that he's in the fifties, he's it's, good. It's like it's like but, him and James Dean. Would James Dean have continued being a great actor had he lived and not died in a car accident, or did he just happen to be in all the right movies at the right time? Would he have just? Uh, like, I, James Dean was pretty good, though. James Dean was pretty solid. But what do you have turned into a Marlon time. Brando character? Because they're very similar early roles. Well, that's the thing. It's James Dean. Very similar. Uh, 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 yeah, d- him and, uh, yeah. It's like, James well, it's, it's like the, the, the John, too, yeah. it's the John Belushi uh, scenario. It's like, would have John Belushi stopped being famous after Neighbors? Because Neighbors was such a flop. Would he ever have recovered? In, 1941. In, well, he would have I mean, been yeah, in well, Ghostbusters. Continental Divide, 1941, <laughs> Neighbors, all three big flops in a row. Well, they're going to bring for, back for, for Ghostbusters. Yeah. and well, That's what I mean. Like, if he was going to be in Ghostbusters, would he have ruined Ghostbusters, and Ghostbusters never would have been good and would never have been a hit? It's possible. No, I think it was. Be- I don't think I don't it would have been so. as good. I don't. No, I think Bill Murray is the only reason that movie works. Yeah. Dan Aykroyd script it was Ivan Reitman fixing it works uh, Harold Ramis too Harold Ramis fixed it and Harold Ramis is a genius he knew what to do to make it work I think but again if you don't have Bill Murray in that in that soup it doesn't it doesn't float it don't work I think three Ghostbusters really make that movie work and also Dan Aykroyd's there what could go wrong <laughs> uh, if there's a steady paycheck in it <laughs> I would believe anything you want <laughs> So let me present a question to the panel. Uh, if you're you're in charge of this movie yes. and you, you call all the shots, how would you how would you have fixed this movie and, and when would you have made changes? What, well, what changes would you have made? As soon as Rob Moreau calls the boss and says, Get me the fuck out of here And I go to him, I will crash a helicopter on you. You fuck <laughs> I will kill your family. You will do this movie. I will get two you and two Vietnamese children here, and I will ruin your oh, fucking oh, lives, sir. I don't even care if they're Vietnamese. Okay, I would seriously, what you mentioned earlier, it's, I, it needs to be about the difference between 
humanity and animals or animal or what do they call it? Uh, human animals in the 77 version, which is just dumb, but it would be the difference in that. And that would, that should be the centerpiece of the movie. And the characters are revolved around that instead of, yeah, here's this. And for something like that, that, you need like, a lot more character development out of the animals yes. than what we got. Instead, we, 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 we framed everything around Marlon Brando, who's in only half of the fucking movie. And then, is the fuck out and pieces so, the fuck out by the second act. And so so does Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer. He dies five minutes and then after Val Kilmer Marlon dies off too. And it's like so the two biggest actors in your movie are dead before the fucking third act, and the third act is just Michael Bay style explosions. Well, that was movie. That was literally Frankenheimer going fuck these guys. He, he was literally blowing up the set. They're fuck out of my yeah. fucking lives. Goodbye. Um, Bring in the pyrotechnics. But yeah, if, Roll if, them. if you're starting from absolute scratch with a script, the difference between humans and animals, start with the first 20 minutes is just Dr. Moreau and Montgomery and them working on this, and then this guy shows up. And then you can fast, you know, he doesn't need to, we don't need to see him walk around the fucking island as much as we do. You can, you can skim through that a little bit more streamlined. We don't need to see the explosions. We can see the beginning of the revolt where they ki- like. And honestly, that sounds exactly like the '77 version was. Yes, Leo Red yeah. says for the J- podcast, "I'll just JJ Abrams it and let the lens flare everything to splice it up and distract people from the overall story." That's all you need to do. It's like uh, Marlon. Come Oh, sorry. In his red dot or his red. Oh, was that in the documentary or was that something else? What? Yeah, he's talking about it with the, the laser pointer and his, yeah. his attack dogs. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that was the. He's amused yeah. by that. He just everything that, he point the, the laser pointer at the dogs are just fucking. That should it. tell yeah. you everything you need to know about Marlon Brando. Yeah. <laughs> what a prick! <laughs> I have this straight laser pointer and I I point it. And the dogs go crazy. They love it. Look at it. Look at it. Hey, <sighs> hey, hey, what a fucking dick! Real quick before we move on to someone else's idea of how to fix this is. The part of the documentary you can tell is fabricated and it was just like stories growing from stories on set, like on set lore, was Richard Stanley did show up on, on in costume to the set after he got kicked off the production. He even admits well, he was it. there Which is, the the, you know what? He admits it. I admire that. The dude has some big fucking hairy balls to do yeah. that shit. Literally, because he's an animal. But he does show up on set. And I think like spirit gum glued on his actual scrotum. And I think that's where it ends. And everyone else is like, oh, he was crazy. And he was, you know, and they make up these wild stories because they're all drunk and fuck that one woman who's on set. So they're just making up stories. And that's really where the craziness ends. Other than hiring a warlock. That guy's fucking out of his goddamn mind. If you believe in warlocks or witches, you're fucking crazy. I want somebody to make a movie about the making of this movie. I, I like like they did with uh, yeah. the disaster artist and only Dolomite only good. Name. Yeah. Uh, well, I I think that because the, they they find Richard Stanley and he's like living in uh, the fucking woods somewhere and he's just like smokes a bunch of weed and rants about fucking Val Kilmer. I'm like, I want to see that shit. I don't want to hear that story. I want to see him fucking just rant. They should have done I just some... like the fact. The fucking beard hanging down, he, bugs in his hair Stanley, and shit. He basically Long was up the river nails. from the shoot, and he was living in a commune, and like everybody was like, "Well, oh, this guy just showed up, and he's fucking, he smoked all her dope, and all he talks about is Val Kilmer." 
<laughs> they go, wait a minute, what? Say that again? <laughs> you know he cast a spell on Val Kilmer, man. What a fucking weird... You know, I, I'm sorry, all right? I I don't want to judge anybody by their religion. I've known some people that are Wiccans, all right? You're into whatever you're into. But people that cast spells on other people or use magic to get what they want, they, those are not people I want to be bumping elbows with. I'm well, sorry. Agree, that frightens me. Okay? Their spells and their hexes usually don't do it. No, <laughs> no. I mean, Val Kilmer had a lifetime just, of smoking cigarettes, and he got throat cancer. Yeah, whether it works or not is irrelevant. It's the point that somebody yeah. would actually think about. I'm going to cast a spell on somebody else. Those are not people that I want coming to my parties. Okay? He had I'm a, just saying. He had a. You, they show up to a party, and, you throw everybody out. It's I over. Think, it's I think Val Kilmer has 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 acknowledged the fact that he was an asshole, and he has apologized for it. He has a lifetime. He has, of, he's half dead. He has well, a lifetime. He has, he has been, he's yeah. been humbled by life. Oh yeah, so. definitely. But he also he had is, a. I think a better guy. But as far as hexes go, then he had a notorious streak of being a horrible asshole to every person, including the women he was ever with. And he got yeah. he got served with some divorce papers when he showed up to set. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. I do think so, it's funny though that they said that they announced that he was getting a divorce. His wife announced it on a TV show. They didn't have, she didn't even have the fucking balls to fucking send him, you know, uh, a, a, a letter in the mail or you know, fucking fax him something to him. It just you just don't announced. leave Mad Mardigan. Mad Mardigan leaves you. It just just announces yeah. it on a TV show out of nowhere. That's got to be fucking low, man. The one heartbreak out of the whole movie, though, is not for Richard Stanley. It's for that German actor who got who got upstaged okay, yes. by a midget monster. <laughs> Dick, please go into that storyline. Not the Dude, midget, oh. but the, the German actor. <clears throat> so Marlon Brando fucking with him is great. <laughs> this German actor's on there. He goes, like, this is like my first big movie. He's I'm excited. in like half of the movie. I'm yeah. like I'm, I'm I'm like the co I'm co-starring this movie. Like as you watch it now, I'm in four scenes. Like the, I was in the whole movie. They got me down to four scenes at the end of the day because Marlon Brando falls in love with this fucking tw- seventeen-inch-tall man who's from South America and who, who's like a celebrity in his hometown of Dominican Republic or whatever. And he goes, Marlon Brando's. Was, came and goes, you know, you speak a German, you can speak German. He goes, yeah, yeah. And like he did this joke and he goes, it wasn't German. Like he's not speaking German. And, and I was just like, I don't know what, how to respond to that. And then, and then some other guy on the cat on the cast was like, Oh yeah, he's saying this. <laughs> there you go. That, which is fucking funny. That, what that's if funny. God was if one of us? <laughs> I mean, this this is makeup, obviously, but it ain't far off from what this guy really looks like. He's a fucking freak show. I he's, forget, he's what's that just guy's? Gross. Nelson De La Rosa. Let's see if I can Nelson De La Rosa. On this guy. Oh, I he see died his, in two thousand eight. Oh, he died before the Dark Knight came out. Oh, he died after the Dark Knight came out. Look at that. I shall call him Mini-Me. Look at my blue, my green outfit. It's wonderfully comfortable. Here he is. Actually, it kind of looks like my grandfather. That's him I wonder if he life. hired him after the show to just come wash his head. Yeah, it, 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 he must get a really good hand job for him to get that much fucking attention from... Uh, I mean, he, he's 17 inches, so yeah, I guess you could probably reach up just high enough to... Oh, he could put his whole body in you. I better stop talking. I'll bury myself so, into your vagina. Cavity. Ron Jeremy's cock plus 
four inches. I don't remember how is big this guy is. Is this guy? Which yeah. is crazy. <laughs> so and w- oddly enough, John Jeremy's dick talked like this. If guy. you get Ron Jeremy's cock, <laughs> you ha- and a dollar bill, you have to fold the dollar bill. Hopefully not the cock to fit this guy. That's how that's how small he is. That's fucking crazy. And now and now Ron Jeremy's going to prison for life. Yes, for a thousand sex assaults. So go figure, Dick. Yeah, he, he the German actor is like he replaced me and, and he did not want to be in the scenes. Val Kilmer didn't want to be in the scenes of this guy because he thought he'd upstage him. And yeah. then his my favorite part is is Marlon Brando going up to him. He goes, "The only time I ever met him," and he's going, blah, 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 and he's saying this fake German stuff, and he's like. Okay, that means cat, and that means roof. Are you talking right, about cat yeah. and a hot tin roof? And he's like, no, 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 no. And he says it again, and the other guy's like, oh, he's talking about this. And he goes, he knows German better than you. And he's just nonsense. Yeah. And the guy's like, ah. and that's the only time I talked to him. Yeah. <laughs> that guy was so disillusioned by Hollywood. It was, it was amazing. I, I never talked to him again. Though, uh, Did he do anything after this movie, that German actor? Pull up his IMDb. What, what, did he, what, what, what are we looking at here? By the way, I don't want the story. I, whatever the story is behind this picture, I don't want to know. This is one of those where I, I don't want to go down this rabbit it's called, hole. It's called fright. Dominican Republic Television. That's what that's he called. Looks I, like, I don't want to go down that rabbit hole. He's in a lot of German <laughs> stuff. I'll say that. Oh, yeah. No, and that's about it. He's in some American stuff, but nothing you've really heard of. Urban Legends Final Cut was the only American thing I can think of. Ooh. Um, I own Dr. Moreau before that. Ooh. That's it. So yeah, this Island Doc Monroe kind of destroyed a lot of people's careers. Europa, Bruce Europa. Bruce Bulk never kind of recovered either, did she? No. This is the same year as The Craft, which is fucked up. Yeah, because yeah, The Craft is a great movie. She was in The yeah, Waterboy after this. She's one of well, the best true. parts of that movie, she said, too. Yeah, that's true. She, she, didn't really, she didn't have a bad time. She was she, still she, attractive she by okay. then. Yeah, she was all right. Yeah, it, it's... The documentary is far more fascinating than the actual movie. Yes. But I think you need to watch the movie before you watch the documentary so you understand how fucked it is. Nah, you don't have to do that. No, Honestly, you you really don't because you you watch the movie and you think, well, that was a bunch of boring nonsense. And then the the documentary just plods along. I never saw the movie. I saw the documentary first and I I got it. I was like, wow, that's fucking weird. I can't help. Every time I've seen the documentary, I can't help thinking like, damn man it's like i've seen this documentary a couple times every time richard stanley describes the movie that he wanted to make i'm like i wish i could have seen that movie that sounds really interesting i don't know if it had been any good but it definitely yeah. been interesting yeah i would have say you this ever see you you guys seen that documentary about the the dune movie that never got made yeah jodorowsky's dune yeah jodorowsky's dune that guy's a fucking wackadoo too oh, yeah um but then that again, movie would have been terrible, but it would well, have been interesting as fuck. But, yeah. but here's the thing: that movie would never have been made because there's no fucking way you could have made it then. There's no, there's no way you can make that movie today. It would never happen. So, like for that, and I hate the thing that pisses me off about that fucking movie is like the, he's trying to say, "Oh, I'm an artist. I'm an artist," and like he goes, "They ruined this this wonderful thing." You, you, he pulls out a bunch of fucking euros out of his pocket talking about money. And he's got like a wad of euros. Like it's probably about 10,000 euros in his hand. And he goes, they just care about money. And I was like, well, dude, you have it. So what the fuck are you talking <laughs> if about? If you have money, you can't you have like money. So what yeah. the fuck are you talking Artist, you've made a fortune off of your fucking art. 
You've made millions upon millions of dollars. So fuck you. You're, what are you talking about? You got rich off of your shit. So what are you uh, talking imagine, about? It imagine means a sci-fi. Money means uh, nothing. A science fiction movie, Phoenix, scored by Pink Floyd. Wow. There is one. Yeah, what? it's called Wizard of Oz. It's called... Uh, is that one called Moore? Is that one called... There's, he, they did a soundtrack for a movie back in the oh, early okay. days. It's not a good album. But Frank <laughs> would know. <laughs> yeah, there's one called Moore, and there's one called something else. Less. Moreau? <laughs> Moreau? The hair's black to blue. But I'm happy yeah, that more. Richard Stanley more finally got behind about. the camera again. He's he's actually doing a series of, uh, he's doing a, a, a trilogy of Lovecraft movies. Next one's going to be the Dunwich Horror. I don't know what the third one's going to be, but it'll be fun. Oh, so you did the color? I need to see the color from space. Yeah, color out space is uh, it's crazy, but it it's it, he's a visual guy. He's not really a great storyteller. Is you watch yeah. him for his like visual stuff. And I will. I, I'm not a fan as much as Adam is of Colorado Space. Visually, solid as fuck. Story wise, not for me. No, story so, story wise, it's all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I completely agree. It's. A, I don't regret watching it. I did like most of the movie. It's just mm-hmm. kind of not not for me. Man, man, Mandy's a better movie. Oh yeah, definitely by far. But yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mandy has structure. Yeah. Both be my weirdos. Both those yeah. movies, yeah. George George Cosmos yeah. son Panos. Both of those Panos. movies, Panos you want to do you want to do a bunch of mushrooms before you watch them. You know, yeah. Incidentally, sure. his father directed Tombstone, but not really because Kurt Russell directed yeah. Tombstone. Kurt yeah. Russell ghost directed it. Yeah. Is there and, anything uh, else from the documentary we missed that we didn't? It's really calling. I'm trying to think if there's some funny things I want to talk about. I probably should have wrote these things down. I took zero notes for this show because fuck them both. Degeneration. We could talk about because her turn into a paper shredder. You mean she was she was progressing into a paper shredder? I need to take the serum. That destroyed the serum. But yeah, that that was just my 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 philosophy was that. It wasn't really in the script. It was just Val Kilmer said, fuck it. I'm just going to do, I'm going to make fun of Marlon Brando for the next three days. And they just filmed the best bits, worked it into the fucking script, and just le- left it going. I just throw it all the serum. Because he is. The, the, the end of this, his end of the movie, he's doing a Marlon Brando impression for the entire time. And I'm like, that can't, that uh, could on, not have been written that way. Until he that. begs for death. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. There she is in the documentary. And, oh, here you go. That's not her. That's but. not her. <laughs> 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 that was, uh, yeah, ooh. Ah! She is, ske- like, all teeth. Yeah, look at that. Ah! <laughs> teeth and gums. Yeah, teeth and gums. Wow. Oh, wow. wow. Here's, a, here's a cooler thing than the entire both movies combined. Look at this artwork. That's a fun thing. Right. There you go. Yeah, too bad we didn't get that movie. <laughs> we got plenty of this though. There's his mask that he kept. <laughs> the leprosy of of uh, of these. But stuff. seriously though, isn't it fun listening to that guy talk? It's like you know he's weird, but he's just so into whatever the hell it is he's talking about. But his voice never raises an octave or goes below an octave. It's he needs to uh, 
do we'll books on monotone. tape. Yeah, I'd like to do books on tape. I'm going to do a series of H.G. Wells movies in my voice <laughs> without taking away until a hurricane comes and makes me stop talking. I like how Frieza Box talked about being a Hollywood outsider when she was a child actor. Yeah, like, I know. Like, go figure. Maybe she didn't fit in that wise, you know. That way, that's why she's an outsider. I think but... her and Richard Stanley had a little something, something going on on the side. Oh, uh, probably. Can't say I, I would. Either. Can't Shit, say I blame was... either one of them. He's you know. a handsome man. She was pretty good looking back then, so why not? Um, and I wonder if he had an affair with the only girl beast in the, the extras, <laughs> the six-tittied milk lady. <laughs> yeah, I did the movie for six weeks. It was great. We did, did a lot like of drugs, drugs and fucking. Yeah. I found everybody a... was fucking everybody and everybody was buying rock and rope toys. And we oh, it was fun watching that guy play the didridoo, too. Oh, yeah. yeah that, that was oh, no. He was and really... then he told, whoa, John Frank and I were told him, <laughs> I, want you, I want you to bash him in the fucking head with your fucking uh, horn that blows, okay? And he dicker goes, um, He called it a dicker A dicker <laughs> Fucking bait him in the head with his dicker I like it when he goes, Frankenheimer didn't care about the didridoo. And he looks sad. <laughs> Like, that's He's how people like, should be. This, this it's is a stupid instrument. My I'm thinking, my how does an instrument become sacred? Yeah. It's a fucking it's a instrument. Thing to me, to, I, to John. Oh my god, I found a picture of uh, Feruza Balk from this year. Uh oh. Oh my god, it's frightening. Do you want to? <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> Look at that. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I still banger. I don't care. Escape the Bronx. <laughs> yeah, just so you can say you could. Yeah, just so you say you did. Yeah, bucket list. Well, did that. Yeah. yeah. All right. Score. This. I don't know how we score this. I gave it a seven. Oh, fuck it. It's, it's a good a documentary. documentary. It's a ten out of ten. I, I, I. No, you know what? I'm gonna take that down. It's a nine out of ten. I would have liked more of the the crazier shit. Well, I want to hear it, more it from to be Rob Morrow. Longer. We didn't even yeah. talk about Rob yeah. Morrow. We talked about it. <laughs> well, did we? I don't think we did. Yeah, I mentioned I want to film some scenes with him. With a helicopter crash. Oh, oh. yeah, he, yeah. He the, was in. Uh, he would love that, wasn't right? He in that show Numbers, that TV show Numbers. Yes, he was. was in there. Yeah, well, he's a big, he's a, a big successful actor. I but, just, um, I didn't know he was in this. Uh, yeah, I forgot about I didn't that. Either. Originally, Bruce Willis was attached. Originally, James Woods was attached. As yeah. uh, I would have liked to have seen that. that but you want to talk about? Did, they managed to get all of the dicks. To be in this fucking movie. Like, all the oh, big yeah. pricks you can think of. Oh, Bruce yeah. Willis is a famous prick. Val Kilmer's a famous prick. James Woods is a famous prick. Could they get anybody Rando. nice to be in this fucking movie, you know? No, that's the like, weird thing. He f- wanted he wanted to be surrounded by the biggest fucking egos for no reason. Like, what? why? Mike that Myers. That was the first mistake, yeah. <laughs> yeah Mike Myers. Put Mike Myers in there, too. Why not? <laughs> have him be, one of the, have him be the sayer of the law. There you go. Well, I got Phil Hartman, so I guess we could replace him with Mike Myers. <laughs> Mike fine. Myers with, with his fucking fake Scottish accent doing the God hey, damn to walk on all hey, fours. He's made <laughs> half a billion dollars off that fake Scottish accent. Fuck, can't he's, fault he's done him on that. Two franchises, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, he don't work no more. That's fine. He you doesn't know, need to. You know, no, he doesn't too. need to, but he's still a yeah. dick. He even did the Scottish accent yeah. in a Sorry, Mary, an Axe Murderer. He just didn't turn into a franchise. Yeah. Yes, no. hey, T-R-A-T-A. <laughs> Why? Hey, fathead. Move, no. <laughs> move, head, move. <laughs> That's I'm all telling else. you, that boy's got a concussion. Clean him. Man. The metals. 
<laughs> All right. Um, I gave it a seven. Uh, Adam, you gave it a nine. Dick, I get an eight. Okay, we're good there. We're covered. We're covered. Seven, eight, bases. nine. <laughs> yeah. Seven, eight, nine. I just gave it a seven because I, I think the documentary itself could have been better. Like I think they could have tightened yeah. it up and it, I wanted more. Uh, yeah. It needed to be a little longer. It could have been a little more focused, and yeah. I, I don't know. It wasn't shot particularly great. The music, there's like it's pretty straightforward. Yeah, yeah. telling you what happened. It's hard to rate a documentary. Just personally, the subject matter is great because I'm interested, but the the way it was shot was what I had a problem with. But that's just me. Best documentary I've ever seen in my entire life, and still remains my favorite, is Electric Boogaloo: The Wild Untold Stories of Canon Films. It's a good one. If it's not something I'm into, but check out HBO's uh, Jinxed. The Robert Durst. Yeah, that's a good one too. Documentary really that is fucking. It's the best documentary I ever watched. They caught so much awesome shit on that thing. Oh, another oldie but goodie, and I'm sure you've seen this one, Phoenix. The decline of Western civilization. The oh, Penelope Spheris stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's good too. He, she's done like four I met of those her. things. Three or four of those. I met her. I was a nice meet. I told her I love. They did the, they did the punk you. one. They did the metal one, and yeah, yeah. I, I love the the punk one or the metal one's the best one. What do you think her for? Punk one's my favorite. No. I, I saw her, I met her at a party. I said like I got I, I want to say I just I love Decline of Western Civilization. Oh. I just saw it again the other day. I said it's just one of the best documentaries ever. Oh. And you're so good. At, you know, there's such a great thing. She goes, oh, thank you. You're so nice. She was very cool. Speaking of Mike Myers. Yeah, well, she did not ever work again with Mike Myers. <laughs> wonder, wonder why. Yeah, because he's a fucking. There, he's a fucking cunt. Hey, like he was such a cunt. Like he, he like attacked her her daughter on the set on the set of of um, Wayne's World. Really? Because yeah, no. She said like uh, she, I guess in an interview or something. She said like even he like nobody would be would be afraid. He would attack anybody. <laughs> uh, Leo was doing his own thing. I think it was when I was talking it's about just, Ron Jeremy's cock. It's just, is it talking about Roger Ace Cock or the or that guy? Uh, who knows? The he little seventeen inch guy, seventeen inch cock man. Thing. Everybody's got their own kicks, baby. Shove them up inside me. All right, guys, let's Indeed. get out of here. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, a little homework. I did pick the next three episodes we're going to talk about. Uh, three movies that we're going to talk about. Uh, next time, though, I'll just mention that one: uh, Birdman of Alcatraz. So that'll be the next yeah. John Frankenheimer movie we talk about. Another movie he was called in last minute, though, only very different because that's a good movie. This one, no, don't watch this one. Oh, I don't know, Dr. Moreau. Something, it's watch something you put on when you're about to fall asleep. And if you miss part of it, you really didn't miss a damn thing. It's, I don't want to have those sur- nightmares from this movie. Surface <laughs> noise. Yeah, I want to go, go read about the real Birdman of Alcatraz so I have something to compare and contrast with. Oh, yeah. Movie. Because the movie is a complete lie. Because the yeah. Birdman of Alcatraz is a fucking psychopath. Killed I think everybody. The biggest, the biggest scene, this, the biggest sin of the Island of Doctor Moreau is that it doesn't have any defining characteristic. There's not one thing you can say. Well, at least it has that. It, nothing. There's nothing that that you can hang it on. And that the only thing from at least it has closing credits. That's because uh, okay. I saw those. I was like, "Oh, right, bye." <laughs> I saw those. And I was excited. That was it. It had it has Knox Harrington, the video artist. Yeah. 
It had Neil Young it as has an animal. That, that same bullshit opening, like the 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 one that they used in the Hulk movie, the fucking Ang Lee Hulk movie, like that that real fast fucking you know just random <clears throat> rapid images. I hate that shit in fucking movies. You know what the beginning reminded me of is another director I fucking hate. Um, oh, what the Dave fuck? Lynch? Thin Red Line. It reminded Matt, me of uh, the beginning Mallet. of that. Terrence Malick is so up his own ass. It reminded yeah. me of that where he's like, humans are one thing. And, you know, the violence that we saw was not who we... And I'm like, oh my God, shut the fuck up and shoot someone. Nature. <laughs> I can't Nature. stand Terrence Malick. And I watch this and I'm like, oh no, I'm getting flashbacks. Oh <laughs> God. Don't, don't, ever, don't you ever watch the Tree of Life. No, I will not. Holy I shit. have only seen Thin Red Line. I'm like, nope, done with him. Don't ever watch the Tree of Life. I don't think Thin Red so Line. Did all bad. of us go see this in a theater? Then we I didn't see it in the theater. Thing? No, I saw it. In... Say, so just so I'm the only one. I'm yeah. the only asshole that's on the movie theater. I, I like I said, this is the first time I've seen this movie. Okay. I've never I've never watched this movie before. I, this is yeah, I, I saw it, it. ninety six when it came out. Oh, we're talking about the original, I, I the actual movie. Okay. Yeah, when yeah I was I've the, never seen it. When I was in the Navy, is kind of when I started getting addicted to movies because we could go see movies and get reimbursed for every movie that we went to. So I saw every movie that came out in the mid. That's my dream for half price. Like half price. <laughs> you, we'd see them for half price, and then we'd get like dollars paid back to us on top of that. So most I, movies I saw for like two or three dollars. I saw this on VHS when it came out, so probably ninety seven. And then I also later that year saw another Val Kilmer movie that I hate. Ghost in the Darkness. Ghost in the Darkness oh, is not a bad yeah. movie. It's a fucking terrible it's, movie, no, Dick. That's a good movie. Fuck good. that movie. It's not good. No, it's a good movie. It's they watch you know, the, It's almost as pretentious as this one is. You yeah. know why? You know why? Fuck that movie. Great movie. It's the most historically accurate movie ever made. Great. History it really, sucks. It is. It's like 100% that all of it. Well, history yeah, sucks. <laughs> Fuck it. I want, I want fantasy from now on. So, yeah, I like that. That movie's good. I don't know. You're... you're you're mean. Two out of three of us hate it. <laughs> You're just an asshole. That movie's... It, it, it's not, like, awful, but I'm like, holy fuck, I don't care. I don't care. And you I'm don't so care bored. about poor, poor Africans fuck being Africa. alive <laughs> by, by lions. No, but why do I need to watch a movie about that? Well, the, the real lions didn't have manes, because in that part of Africa... Oh, historically lions, inaccurate. That's the only thing that was wrong. <laughs> no. The movie's terrible. <laughs> that's that's the only thing it's that kind was of wrong. important. According to you, that that takes away a couple points. Nope. Because it'd be boring otherwise. It's boring with. It's almost as bad as a great white shark (laughs) growling in one of the Jaws movies. Now, my favorite part of the Jaws films is when the uh, Jaws starts talking about his family lineage. Yeah, how about when Jaws (laughs) follows the family down to the Caribbean? (laughs) When Um, when Jaws has has a flash, or or when his wife has a flashback of a scene she was never at. (laughs) Yeah. In Jaws Four, the, it follows the family. It can the like voice smell of Jaws, oh the voice of Jaws is Marlon Brando from this movie. Rar, It could only be one of two you. people. It was either going to be Orson Welles or Marlon Brando. Pick I will come for you. Oh no, there's a giant. They're going to kill me with a barge. A oh, fat boat. actor that just doesn't give a fuck anymore. I must have four. Uh, but that's still one of the best jokes from The Simpsons. Hey Bart. How'd you like to shit? How you like to transport ten thousand Big Macs to Marlon Brando's island? <laughs> <laughs> Classic. 
All right, let's that get out of cool. here. So, liwstudios.com. Check out the videos and podcasts on that site. Loitering in Wonderland on YouTube every Tuesday night at 10 p.m. Eastern. We do Twilight Zones every Wednesday. We do an anthology show and then either a Carpenter, Frankenheimer, or Nick Cage movie. Next week is going to be Nick Cage cast Willy's Wonderland. The only Nick Cage movie that's out I have not seen. So, I will be watching Ooh. that shortly. Ooh. Um, Next time on this show, the podcast, though, uh, Frankenheimer, is, like I said, Bourbon of Alcatraz from 1962, I want to say. Yeah, 62. Um, yeah, I'm Phoenix West. Adam Wilcox. Dick, dick, kid. Who's falling asleep. So long, citizens. <laughs> As he usually does by his time. Oh, Adam. Sorry, oh, plugs. Yeah. Adam. Oh, RaidersLostFlakes.com, Raiders underscore OTLF. I've been picking up subscribers, even though my content has been lighter than usual. Uh, (laughs) Kind of enjoying that. It's kind of weird, but it's cool. Uh, Also, if you watch the the, uh, Doomed, Doom Journey, the the Doom Journey of uh, whatever this is fucking called again. Uh, Lost Soul, Lost Soul, the Doomed. It's right at the bottom of the screen. The Doomed Journey of Richard Stanley. You don't have to watch The Island of Dr. Road. Just watch the documentary. The Doomed Generation. with the the, Look how long that title is at the bottom, and I still cut it off. Because it's really Lost Soul, (laughs) The Doomed Journey of Richard Stanley's Island of Dr. Moreau. Yeah, it's a long title. Long-ass title. I can't believe it's from 2014. It was that long ago. The title's longer than the documentary. But it's still a good documentary. It is. It's worth watching. Check it out. Documentary is better than the movie. For sure, yes. for sure. Yep. But I still think you have to suffer through the movie to understand the documentary fully. It, it's funny knowing that movies like these get made, but it's usually involved when directors change in the middle of a fucking movie. Another movie I remember that came out in the 90s that that happened to was that Godzilla remake changed hands many times. You know what I have yet uh, to see? Know how that one turned out. I have yeah. yet to see uh, Superman 2, the Richard Donner cut. It's I have it. It's interesting. I still don't. I still don't like it. I, I, I never liked Superman two ever. I never liked any of the Superman sequels. I just liked the first Richard Donner movie, Superman the Motion Picture. The only one I ever liked. Yeah. Anyway, um, so long, citizens. Bye. 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 Am I God?